The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. I find this scientifically fascinating. You're listening to KUCI Irvine. Disengage this computer now. Broadcasting at 88.9 FM. Hello, computer. And on the web at KUCI.org. The most reliable computer ever made. And streaming through iTunes. Don't expect any mercy during the Great Robot Wars. Anteater Radio brought to you by machines. Returning to normal broadcast in 3, 2, 1. Happy Monday, everyone. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Hope nobody's in a funk this Monday. That's not a good way to start the day. All right, very, very action-packed show today. I've got four amazingly talented kittens from Kittens in the Cage. It's the Women in Prison comedy series I've talked about before on my show. And if you want to find out more about it and watch the trailer, it's up on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And standing by to join us is Erin Anderson. Good morning, Erin. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you doing? Good, good. No funks here. <laughs> good, good. We're trying to avoid the funk in our class. It's really a good rule of thumb. Absolutely. <laughs> Any so, and all kinds. You know, this is a really fun show. As I mentioned, I've got uh, uh, four of you from Kittens in the Cage calling in. and That sounds like trouble. I me. know. <laughs> <laughs> I think a safe number is three, so we've just tipped over into, you know, you don't know what's going to happen now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wanted to back up. I put your uh, bio on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. But how did you find your way into acting? Well, it's, um, I think it's one of those things that if you believe in any sort of uh, predestined purpose, I, I always remember wanting to, to perform, and I grew up in a show business family. My parents, they did a little acting, but they were primarily in the music business and were singers, and um, so I, I was born in L.A. and then grew up in Nashville, oh. and all of it, and in L.A., of course, there's all kinds of kids whose families are connected to, you know, the performing yes. industry or or the art. And the same in Nashville. I was just surrounded by lots of really talented, artistic kids, and that was my community. And so it just it was just one of those things that felt natural. natural. And so my family always kind of got it. My mom has this saying, well, we're, we're cursed by the muse. So <laughs> it was sort of like the voice I had to follow. And, um, That's great. And I just grew up watching, like, all the old movies, which in Kittens in a Cage, it's, I feel like I'm sort of in the, the school of Barbara Stanwyck, having absorbed all that my, my entire uh, adolescence, you know. So, so it, was just, it just felt like natural, a way I had to go. That's perfect. How did yeah. you find your way into working on Kittens in a Cage? Uh, well, our, um, our lovely leading lady, Rebecca Mozo, is, uh, was a friend of mine, and we worked together on a couple of theater projects. And she was, uh, she just got in touch with me and said, you know, I'm working on the show. The director, Jillian Armante, is 
awesome. This is going to be so much fun. It's going to be hilarious. And mm-hmm. I, she, she just talked to Jill about me as a possible person to read for Vicky. So I, I went over to Jill's house. We were going to have a meeting and and uh, look at the script a little bit. And she opened the door and just looked at me and said, oh, my God, I love you. And then just hugged me. So I thought, okay, this is going well. It's going right, well. Exactly. Why can't all jobs be like that? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, so so Mozo, um, Mozo brought me into the fold, and then it was just like hitting the ground running and, you know, like one big, crazy, happy, wild love family. Love it. Uh, so that's, that's how, yeah. That's great. And congratulations on your Best Actress Award at the Gotham Screen International Film Fest. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was um, that was a, a labor of love, that film, and it was the first time I'd really played a leading role in a movie. And, and I'm someone who's always, I kind of accept myself as like, you know, more of like a character actress in the certain kinds of yes. range of things I'm able to do. And I think how people see me, and that was a really great experience because I thought, okay, well, you know, and I, I can I can be in every scene in a movie and 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 pull that off. Whoo, what a relief, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really special, and I made that with a friend from college, and oh, that's great. Was, uh, you know, that was cool. That's very cool. So tell uh-huh. me about for people that don't know your character in, as Vicky. T- describe Vicky in Kittens in a Cage. Well, Vicky is. Um, I think I think the key to Vicky is. She, like many people in a, a certain environment where you have to protect yourself, um, she's putting on maybe a little bit of a front. You know, there's a real mm-hmm. toughness uh, to her. Uh, I think she's been misunderstood and in some way has kind of gotten on the wrong path and ended up in this place where uh, I don't think she ever imagined she would be. But um, as a result, there's a lot of kind of... There's a wound under there. There's a lot of vulnerability and sensitivity, but you kind of have to chip through the layers um, because on the surface it's this sort of like tough talking game and, mm-hmm. you know, no one messes with my territory and, like, I- I'm not going to get messed up with any emotional stuff or any dames or skirts. And yes. <laughs> but then when, you know, confronted with this person who she has a connection to in, in Junie, played by, by Mozo, um, mm-hmm. that gets a little complicated. That's when the stuff gets interesting. Exactly. Because uh, maybe she's kind of getting getting underneath that top layer, you know? Yes, yes. Did you yeah. ever imagine yourself in a role like this? Um, I don't know if I envisioned it specifically as, uh, you know, a woman in prison, yeah. uh, having like a, a, a shank and, you know, yeah. like doing a little stabbing and a little bit of a crapping <laughs> in this exact context. But I definitely, like I said, like growing up kind of with this, this period sort of stylized movie influence in my family, um, it, it, it felt like a natural, I felt like, oh, yeah, I slipped I yeah. right into this pocket. I know right. what, this, what this kind of tone is all about. So yes. uh, I, I probably behaved this way many times <laughs> in my <laughs> life, like, you know, putting on that kind of stylized uh, character. I love it. Tell me, we talked about this. Is there someone who's given you advice, like some great advice as an actress, or life, life advice? Yeah, you know, I, well, as an actor, the, the first thing I think of is that old, um, this, this classic Betty Davis line. Speaking of, of period uh, heavies and, you know, tough-talking dames, mm-hmm. um, well, you know, Betty Davis was asked years and years and years ago, what advice would you give to a young actress uh, coming to Hollywood? And she said, take Fountain. You know, so very, very, very droll. Mm-hmm. Take Fountain Avenue. Which I would recommend to everybody too, um, but I, I think it's more like really having to follow, follow your your heart and like mm-hmm. whatever is is making you happy. And I find that like I'm always looking for that flashing neon sign that's saying "Go here, do yes. this. This is this is the choice to make." But usually it's not like that. And I think my parents having to do this and 
you know, trusted friends who've taken some risks and leaps in their lives. It's been like, it's more like a window opening, a little bit of a, maybe there's just a little breeze blowing you that way. And and you kind of have to, you have to jump through it. You have to go through the door when it's there because it'll close. So, and I feel like that's always the the sign that I'm on the right path. And it was the same thing with Jillian and, and kittens and, and like, it seemed like all these perfect pieces coming together and it was the most fun I've ever had in my professional life. So, just That's had to huge. like follow that, you know, and sort of came came fast, and we did it fast, and now here we are. We're up on Hulu, and like everybody I talk to says that you know they laugh their faces off, which is oh, which it's is hysterical. The goal, which it is, is the goal. goal. Yes, <laughs> it is on Hulu. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I, I I think people don't know what to expect, and then when it hits them in the face, it's like this is this is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. How'd you pull it off? And you know, it, it's just total commitment. Everybody involved was like. We're going to throw down. Mm-hmm. We're going to ground this in something so real. And so then you can play those really, like, extreme moments, and they're going to work because we're all, like, we're all in the belief of it. So yes, with such commitment, you know? Yeah. No, I love it. No, we talked about this as well. The theme of the show is get the funk out. And who hasn't been in a, a funk, personal, professional? And obviously, as an actress, it's it's hard. It's a crazy roller coaster ride, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. You never... Uh, quite know what's coming next and and somehow i guess you learn to make friends with that <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know like rather than see that as like uh as a hurdle it's like oh there's my old friend the unknown again exactly you know? i know <laughs> so do you have advice that maybe has helped you get through a funk you know a, something that you do whether you're in an outlet or something well i i think um when i catch myself in, in spots like that it's I think you got to change. I know I have to change up the scenery a little bit. And it doesn't even mean, um, you know, blowing up my life and doing something drastic or dramatic, but I think getting in a place where you can have a different perspective and taking, like, a little bit of um, solitude time. Like, last year I went on a trip um, to South America. I hiked to Machu Picchu and did this whole thing, and and it was something I thought, I can never do something like that by myself. What Mm -hmm. am I thinking? But then I decided, no, I'm going to do it. And it was one of the best experiences of my life because I, I threw myself into something I thought at first I wouldn't be able to do alone. And then I found mm-hmm. that doing it alone was really the strength-getting part of it, you yes, know? Yes. And talk about changing scenery. I mean, I don't think you can get much different no. than, like, <laughs> walking through the Andes. But it could be as simple as going for a walk in the middle of the day, you know? That's right. That's right. What an yeah. incredible uh, ex- experience for you to do that. And you didn't, you didn't even think to go with anybody. Well, I, I thought to, and then, um, you know, people have lives going on, and, and yeah. it was a little, uh, it was, it's difficult to align schedules the older you get, I think, and everybody has things that they're committed to, and so I thought, well, either I'm going to do this now, or by myself, or not at all, and so yeah. I just kind of took the plunge, and Love it. Uh, so I think taking taking the plunge into <laughs> something unfamiliar is the best funk getting out process <laughs> in my book. Oh, I love it. It shows such, you know, you're just brave. You're putting yourself out there. It's just kind of reminds me of improv. Like you just go out there and you just, whatever comes to mind, you're just going to be open. Yeah. No, I, I feel like the uh, the answer is always is always yes. Okay, yes. And just use that improv mm-hmm. analogy. And, and, and okay, yes. And then what can I do next? And I think that's what, with kittens, Jill really instilled that in all of us to just, like, you know, we're going to, we're going to play. If we have, we're going to solve a problem. Whatever's coming at us, we're just going to say yes, and we're going to we're going to make it happen. And so there's a sense of like that fun and the camaraderie with everybody, and 
And that's why I think it pays off, you know? I love it. Now, before we wrap up, just tell the listeners a little bit about your background, because I know you were part of the Actors Gang and um, L.A. Women's yeah. Shakespeare. And go ahead. Yeah. Well, I um, I went to drama school, uh, like many young hopefuls, there in, in Los Angeles at USC. And from there, got involved with a lot of the local uh, theater companies. I played with the Actors Gang, L.A. Women's Shakespeare, like you said. And, mm-hmm. um, and I've worked a little bit in theater at the Taper in South Coast Rep down there in Orange County. And... Um, you know, meanwhile, like, doing stuff on TV, and I played yeah. a lot of, um, I'll say, junkie hookers on uh, <laughs> on your television, uh, so you can probably find me getting shot up on Justified as a junkie hooker, or perhaps Criminal Minds getting shot at the junkie hooker, so real, like, my mom's very proud, you know, yeah. sidecast again, I oh, guess. sure. Um, <laughs> so, I think it was a clear leap from Shakespeare training right into that fold, and then obviously stepping right into Kittens in a Cage, so. That's great. Um, so I've, I've kind of done, you know, all kinds of different random things. I love it. You have to do that, though. It's good. It's all it's all part of the experience. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Listen, throw out your website, because we have to wrap up and bring another kitten on the air. Oh, wait, wait say it one more time. What did you say? I said throw out your throw website. Throw my website. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm I'm actually in the process of making one, but eventually right. it will be AaronAnderson.com. All right. Um, I'm a little bit behind on, I guess, that the, the interweb, That's apparently. okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, I'll put the information up on my blog when you get it to me, so no worries. All right, great. It was great chatting with you, and up next uh, we have Colleen, is that how you pronounce her name? Colleen Conway Blanchard. The wonderful and fabulous, the, uh, the godmother of us all here, uh, <laughs> getting in the cage. Perfect. <laughs> well, Erin, thank you so much for calling in. I hope to meet you sometime. Same here. Thank you, Jane. It was so fun. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. All right, standing by, up next, Colleen Conway Blanchard from Kittens in the Cage. Let's uh, let me just bring her on the line and uh, hang tight, and we'll be back in just a sec. Mm-hmm. 